1: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Climbing, running, jumping, physical activity, all very important for the youngsters when they come home from school. And they're starting in school. Most of them will have all started by today. Pretty much everyone has started by today. Primary, secondary, the Nina, the Babbies, they're all back today. They're all back. And when they come home, they will be tired. And some of them will just want to crawl on the couch and vegetate for the afternoon. And you know, on the first couple of days, it's probably no harm, but you got to get them active as well. They've got to spend time every day doing something active, running or jumping or climbing or hitting a ball or walking, because every scientist now will tell us that the importance of physical activity in your childhood around your school time, you can't... Underestimated. Tony Martin's with me from KetoMind.ie. Tony, you can't can you underestimate the importance of a small bit of physical activity every day. Good morning,
0: uh, PJ. Good morning. Good to talk to you. You too, sir. Um, yeah, on that question, um, I, I, I would agree. Movement is is very important. But uh, when we start looking at younger age groups in school, especially the the, the younger kids starting school. Uh, I don't think movement is the issue. I I think any teacher will tell you you're not going to have a load of five, six, and seven-year-olds glued to their chairs learning their lessons. The big challenge for teachers is to get them to sit down and stop running around the class. Fair point. So, so I I would say they all have run around playing when when they're in those group situations. And looking beyond that, I, I would think that the, the issue that I'm seeing now, it, it's, a lot of it is dietary related. It, it's the foods, the convenience of foods. Kids are coming home tired. Like There's no talk of the parents being tired. A lot of the parents work. Summer holidays are over. They all have to get up early, get the lunches ready. The incumbents usually here are the mums. The mums are wrecked when they get home. They're tired. Mum isn't going to come home and flounce around the kitchen and have a five-course meal, all prepped and cut the veg and this that. They're going to go for convenience. They're going to go for something that's a little bit easy. Mm. And 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 I think that is all rolling into the issues that we're seeing now with kids being overweight because these are the things that are starting young in life and and that they're taking forward. Mm. So while the activity. is is a thing on one side, yes, and that is important. Uh, I I think that the most important thing that's being overlooked is that that thing in relation to to diet. And uh, I think there's too much noise now being made about physical activity Mm. where we should be looking at at, at the dietary aspect.
1: The content of the lunchbox, Tony, for example.
0: Um. yeah hugely it's hugely important as i said like kids will engage kids will, aru- will run around you'll get outliers and you'll hear stories about this then the next but for the most part when kids get together and they're, they're, there's nothing around they'll be moving they're like cracker jacks they're they're flying all around the place they're playing they, 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 that's the way kids are pj you've got your own you you, you see what they're like It, it it's it's the, the the late eating the habits the sugars the sweets this is the issue for them, and and in light of the last two years and the way things have been, and the gaps. Another thing that's being overlooked is all kids going back to school and getting sick. The amount of kids getting sick is is just incredible.
2: Mm.
0: Your your first day back when you're when you're five or six into school, like how many are out with the first week with sore throats and, and other you know contact uh, infections that occur. Because there's been no contact, because kids have been isolated, because in the summer they are sitting at home in, in front of the computer. And this yeah. is where the argument for the lack of movement comes in. Like parents are out working. Kids are, are left on their own. Like the easy thing to do is, is is to keep the mind, which is looking for the serotonin hit, amused and, and, and clung on, you know, multimedia, little games, yeah. anything that will focus their attention for a while. And kids are cranky. Kids, are, you know, the, 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 it's not happening for them so like the, the the argument about the movement is, is is there you can argue it but but the big thing is is, is diet when mm. they're going back to school and making sure that their immune systems are, are up and, and yeah. functioning properly and, and effectively
1: let's look at the diet the lunchbox the typical lunchbox that's being put together five mornings a week the other thing that I'm sure Tony parents have said it to you and they've certainly said it to me in my own experience there's only certain things that they'll eat And you can be filling the lunchbox with the most nutritious food you can think of. And what will be eaten? Maybe the apple and that's it.
0: Um, uh, Look, every parent will tell the tale when the lunchbox come home. Some, you you might get the little inside of the bread eaten, all the crusts come home. You might get the bag of crisps gone, cleaned, torn open and licked out. You might get the soft drink juice drank. And then the rest is just left there. Fruit invariably might have a little nibble out of it and and, and thrown off. Like it, kids are drawn towards the, the the high energy easy foods, and they don't want the rest. So you know to to balance out a box, like again, mum's not going to go home and go, well, he needs the five a day here, he needs the this, the this. Like you, we we tend to choose what's easy to, to get our hands on: sandwiches and bread. People talk about bread and and what it is. Like all these things are good, provided they're, they're, there's a little bit of balance. Mm. The the easy calories, like like the crisps, the high energy stuff that afford no nutrition that's the stuff that that should be cut down on I mean if a kid just has a sandwich and no little treat for after his sandwich which invariably becomes the dinner the treat they leave they, they leave the good stuff and they tend to eat the sweet high energy stuff because that's what kids do that's what children do and um, they, they all get eaten that they're offering no nutrition you're, you're getting highs in, in blood sugar levels you're getting crashes um, and and that that's leading then to a continuation of, of bad eating habits which Again, results with the, the, the obesity and the increase in rise in obesity that we're seeing now. Mm. So, you can't really blame it on activity because activity does trigger different responses, provided it's done in conjunction with, with an eye on, on diet. Yeah. Like late eating treats, you know, poor nutritive value foods. And it doesn't take a whole lot, you know. You don't need to be sitting down with your your, your nutrition bible, working out exactly what the, what what the children need. Yeah. It's just a good balance of the foods that are, you know, as as far removed from processing as 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 you can enable yourself to to get your hands on, working within the time scales that you have as parents.
1: Part of the work that you do, Tony, and have been doing for a number of years now, is breaking the bad habits. Of adults that were possibly learned in childhood. So, in these school going years,
0: do we make good habits for life? The, the, anything, it's been shown right across the board that, you, like, our brains are plastic when we're small. We learn from the environment that we're in and we develop whatever cultural thinking there is around what we do. So that's why you get different people in different cultures doing different things. So a habit for life. Yeah. A way of life is a way of life, no matter what you do with it. If you are sitting down and, and say, everybody's sitting in front of the television and meandering in and out and eating different meals at different times, and there's no centralization, that will lead to people just eating, you know, a, a la carte nibbling and grazing all day long. If there's structure around meal, mealtimes, the, 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 the science and the research shows that there is and tends to be less outliers from those situations in, in, in terms of obesity, uh, more well-roundedness. But that, that's a different question on a sociological level for, for, for a different day. The, 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 the way we live our lives now with, with the immediacy, the, the no waiting around, the time paucity. It, it is all lending itself to the, the conditions that most people are finding themselves in when they stop and take a look to reverse that or, or to put a rein on it, it. It needs effort. It needs a different set of values. And, and that starts with people saying, yeah, I'm sick of it. And, and let's give us, give us a framework that's not too hard and can roll in with the lifestyles that we have. And again, as I said, parents are busy and, and let's not blame the parents in this. Yeah, and, and and let's say, look, this is a way to work forward because like demonizing people and isolating people, uh, that's not helping anybody. And at the end of the day, when the effort gets too much and people aren't seeing, you know, t- too much of a, a, positivity, a positivity from it, then it's easy to throw the towel in. So I think more education for everybody, you know, bring people in and say, this is what we want to see and explain why and, and, and look and try to help people who can't get to that point and 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 see where we can improve things i, I, I having a sawball and and blaming a lack of movement and and that i I don't think that's the solution I think that's just you know, pointing the finger at one small little aspect of, of a thing which runs a lot deeper than just exercise alone. I think the, the big thing we need to look at is, is diet. It's, it's hugely important and it has a massive impact on, on everything.
1: You're almost going back, Tony, to the old saying, the old almost proverb, you are what you eat, are you?
0: Uh, you exactly are what you eat. I mean, like... I think the whole story of, of, of weight, because it's it, it's a multi-million, billion dollar industry, like I'm in it, so I, I know. So everybody's out there peddling some aspect of it. And there, there, there's a lot in, in terms of what you can do, what's being sold, that that sounds very, very good on the surface. And there is not that ability to have a look beneath the surface. And beneath the surface, you you have a a very, very plain and simple situation where we are, as human beings, in requirement of of energy the whole time. So we need food all the time. So it goes without saying that the type of food or the the energy source that we put into ourselves has a big bearing on, 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 on how we react to it. And the big change in the last 50 to 100 years has been the advent of processed food, which is an an easy, accessible form of energy for us. Mm. And because we're so good and because we live in that energy anxiety as, as again, living creatures, we tend to hang on to the energy that we ingest and we, we, we store very well the excess. And that ends up... As as the overweight state, as the obese state, and we're seeing more and more and more of it. Yeah. And it's very very hard to turn the brakes off in our physiology, especially when we're being exposed to it constantly. So we need to rethink food in terms of its energy and in terms of its effect on us. We need to kick the notion of calories out the window, and we we, we need to re- reaffirm what we want in terms of our health by having something that's easy to work from.
1: we have gone a little bit away from kids now, but you just made a point there that I want to tease out with you for two more minutes. We need to kick calories out the window. Now, in the last couple of years, Tony, we've seen a push to get calories onto uh, restaurant menus, and everywhere you go, you're reminded, oh, there's that calorie's there, and there's that calorie's there. Take, kick calories out the window, but weren't we always told, if you use more calories then, if you take in more calories than you use, that's wrong. If you're using more calories than you take in, that's right. So, where are we with that? But,
0: but, 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 but let's get back to like just the calorie. now instantly, we're all talking about calories. We all have this notion, idea of what calories are and they're associated with food. But what is a calorie? If you, I'm asking you, like, what do you know as what a calorie is? It's What's a unit a calorie, of energy, PJ. It's a unit of energy. What energy? Heat. Heat, exactly. So heat is the end product. It's a consequence of our metabolism's interaction with our food. So calories are the end product. They come out. So the notion that we put calories in is a little bit, you know, misdirected. There's a certain amount of potential energy in the food. The food type dictates how our body handles handles it and dictates what comes out at the other end. So calories in, calories out as, as a notional thing, you know, on a linear level is, is okay, but we, we've got to throw that out. We've got to look at food and the effect of the food on us. And if we look at, say, the excess of, of easy, accessible energy from processed foods like high-carbohydrate foods, we can see that that will drive our metabolisms in a certain way. How do you know it? Because look at the obesity um, epidemic. And let's stop looking at, at, the, at the calorie thing. Let's look at the effect of food. Let's look at the timing of food. Let's look at stuff that we can roll back on that doesn't need us to think about calories and, and, and get caught in the minutiae. Let's look at, at food differently and, and, and let's put the calorie thing out. Because if something says that there's X amount of calories in something, what it does is it, it takes the food, it puts it into ostensibly what's a calorie measuring device called the bomb calorimeter, and it calculates the amount of heat that's generated from that food in a laboratory condition. The same thing doesn't happen when you put the food into the body. Yeah, You could put the same food into your own mind body, and we could both extract, because of our digestive systems and the nature of our, our digestive systems, different amount of calories, inverted commas, from that. We access the energy differently, and it's the same for everybody at different times of the day. And this is what our work at the moment is showing us. And this is, you know, this is something that we're going to, you know, hopefully redress in terms of the overall effect of of food on our systems. So,
1: so, lastly, correct me if I'm wrong here. My understanding is you put two bowls in front of me, of two different types of food, which both have what we would call the same calorific value, but one yeah. bowl. Is good for me, and I should have it. The other bowl is not good for me. It's the same calorie value, but they've both got two different effects in my body.
0: Um, I, let's get rid of the term "good" and "bad" because I, okay. I, I think that's driving a narrative that we don't need to be driving. But let's just say you put a you you put say two hundred and fifty inverted commas calories worth of meat in front of you. It has a potential to give two hundred and fifty calories. You put two hundred and fifty calories worth of sugar in front of you it has the potential to give 250 calories you're not going to extract 250 calories from the meat because the digestive process demands more energy from us so you're going to get a different outcome from the meat as opposed to the sugar i see in terms of its effect on our metabolism and how we we interact with the two different types of food
1: tony it's fascinating and in fairness to you i've known you a long time you and i were in college together a very long time ago you've become so adept at this stuff. It's lovely to talk to you from time to time. Tony Martin at ketomind.ie K-E-T-O-M-I-N-E-D M-I-N-E-D dot Tony Martin Thank you very much. We started on one topic and moved with another. Uh, he really does know his stuff does Tony Martin. Quartz 96 FM
2: When you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do